Did you call bank? I call game. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Calling Bank. We have a special guest with us. I don't know if you're a special guest anymore, Luke. No, I I'm feel just like a guest. Just... I'm just a returning champ. Now. Uh, yes, exactly. We, <laughs> we brought had him back <laughs> by popular demand. We had Luke Kennard. We had Coach Luke. Who are you now? Luke Abrazi? Yeah. The famous I, I, uh, rapper? We, have to we should, have done the, should have done some prep on all yeah, the Lukes we, ever played in the NBA. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, I could do Luke Walton, but that's also Coach Luke. So, yeah. uh, anyway, this is a pretty bad start to the episode. So, let's uh, crack on with some <laughs> NBA action, boys. The NBA is coming back in less than a month. Uh, the schedule as we know it is this week all players are meant to return to their home markets there's a transaction window from the 22nd of June which we'll get into where you can pick up more players because I think some hot hot players to pick up Harry you can go from 15 players to 17 players for your squad in case someone gets COVID and then they can't play um, for a couple of weeks I mean this is going to be insane. Like, hypothetically, if LeBron, AD, and then Kawhi and Paul George all get corona, and then you have Avery Bradley as finals MVP with Landry Shamit. This, this season is already just going to be unique. It's yep. just going to be insane. Um, but the main dates you need to know is that all the teams go to Orlando on the 7th of July, and the season is meant to start on the 30th of July. So it was the 31st. They pushed it forward one day Whoa. to the 30th. I know it's huge. And these are seeding games essentially for the eighth seed. Hell yeah. Um, There's eight games per team. Then there's play-in tournament if need be, which is, as we discussed, there's a maximum of two games. So the eighth seed, if they they win the first game, they don't play the other game. Um, And then if they lose, then you play one game each, which I don't really understand how it wins. What if they... What if the second team wins one and then the eighth seed wins the second one? I think the eighth seed wins. That's dumb. Yes. But okay, sure. Um, then there's the first round of the playoffs begin uh, on 17th of August. The 31st of August to the 13th is the second of September is the second round. Conference finals, NBA finals, finish 13th of October. So my question is, does that mean the 8th seed in that playing tournament could play the 15th, 16th, and then on the 17th? Yes. Wow. Well, I think I think they'd schedule it so that the eight seeds don't play the first, like three first, days in a row, because that's, uh, insane. that's insane. Mm. Um, so that's the schedule as it stands. To me, I don't know about you guys, it sounds like if you, you know, went to the bathroom and then you threw it at each other, it'd be a bit of a shit show. That's what it sounds like. So <laughs> We're full of great jokes That's here. a good one. It's, it's good like quality humour. Um, I thought we could go through the schedules for each team, who we think is going to make the eighth seed, who has the easiest schedule back, what the seedings may look like. Yep. Um, and then speak about some of the players that people could get. Uh, obviously, the thing that we should start off with is, of course, there's a huge Black Lives Matter m- movement at the moment. So Kyrie, of course, has come out, Dwight Howard, Avery Bradley, some really prominent names in the game, um, saying that we should be postponing the, the, the NBA. We shouldn't be playing. I think inevitably it will be postponed anyway. What do we think of players not returning because of the Black Lives Matters movement? Well, it seemed like, again, some players have backflipped on that as yeah. we've seen Dwight Howard do, where it's kind of like they, they have their social justice views and, and all credit to them, um, but then at the same time, they're just like, that's my job and I want to win a championship, so I'm going to come back, basically. Yeah. So uh, I, I, don't, I don't... I mean, personally, I think them postponing it isn't going to really further the cause, in my view. What will further the cause is them being able to play well, being able to kind of put their views and being able to be on TV will probably be able to further that movement a lot more than sitting out. But that's mm. my view. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that's, like, that's, I suppose, from the players' point of view. But I guess I think a lot of what they've been saying is, like, 
having it sounds a bit a bit crude, but like having something on TV is a distraction from the movement. Mm, I.e., yeah. if people's time is occupied by watching basketball, they're not thinking about mm. social injustice. So I can see it from that perspective. Obviously, from the perspective of the NBA, it would be a financial disaster to not resume yeah. um, for any reason. So I think that ultimately, being the US, the uh, if we're getting money, we're getting, money. We're getting into a politics podcast now, but the, the, <laughs> money the, the interest of capital will always win out, and, yes. and the yeah, league will probably agree. resume. Yeah. I think the only thing that will stop it is COVID. But even with COVID, I think it'll still go on anyway. The only thing is that you might have a, a finals tournament, as we said, when you're missing key players. Because they've got to be, what, it's like a, two weeks? That's, that's an entire round of the playoffs. I mean, if I was some teams, I would literally put LeBron in like a hazmat suit and get yeah. him in and out of games was <laughs> in the hazmat suit. But and then I think, so there's a big question about like, will this season be an asterisk? I think if in the finals you've lost all your players, but in saying that... I mean, you look at the 2015 finals when LeBron was, like, Delhi was his main man because yeah, Kyrie was injured yeah. and Kevin Love was injured. Yeah. It's the same shit, yeah. except you're injured with a pandemic that a majority of the people in America have had or will have. Yes. So, I mean, I don't... Yeah, I mean, I think that, like, to your point around an asterisk, I think you can't see it as the same as, like, the locked out season in 99. I think, if anything, it's, like, an opposite asterisk. Yeah. Like, I, if, the team that wins it this year, if we actually manage to get through all these games and someone manages to win it, I think it would be a greater triumph given the break, given the mm. bubble thing. Yeah. If, if someone can come through and win and be still like, and play well, obviously if the standard's really bad, like terrible basketball, mm. and someone wins, maybe there'll be yep. a bit of an asterisk. I mean, I, I, mean. I did see JaVel McGee shooting seven threes in a row, so I think mm. the standard's going to be pretty, pretty high. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my, my feeling, feeling on this is that you will see more upsets this year than you would have otherwise because yeah. of this. Because you'll have certain teams, for some reason, in a camp mentality, will thrive better than others. Mm. And teams maybe like a Dallas or maybe like one of these like dark horses, like a Houston, maybe they go all the way to the finals and win it. And we're not even talking about them now because we're like, oh, that was low probability. But now it's changed. I think it's yeah, a much I even playing field now for than sure. what it was if it was just a normal season. Ironically, those are not the teams I go for. There's one team that scares the shit out of me, and that's the Portland Trailblazers in the eighth seat. Like, if they lock in the eighth seat, they're one of the teams that I think they could do, like, a New York 1995 situation. Mm. Or whenever it was that they were eight seed and made it all the way 98, through. The, the 98-99 season. Okay, When yeah. they played the Spurs and yeah, lost. Yeah, when they played the Spurs and lost. Um, I think that for me is, that's a scary team. And also there's been a lot of talking about Boston Celtics as well. Who have like been off for a while. And like they're, they were on a really good run. They beat the Bucks by double digits. They beat the Lakers by double digits in the season. They're one of the teams that you could look at and be like, holy crap, they could win the whole thing. Yeah, absolutely. I, it's going to be really interesting. As, as we were already saying this year, this was the most open year ever. Yeah. And this has only made that more true. I think, I think from the three that we thought, so like Lakers, Bucks, Clippers, it's now expanded to a six or seven teams that could win it. Even Philly. Like you don't know. They come in pack mentality. Yep. Who knows? Even the Heat. Like, Iggy suddenly becomes good again on Who his knows. 15 mil contract for two years. Look, it's good value. It's, I mean, it's great value. It's part of his, like, Hall of Fame. Like, should he be in the Hall of Fame? He, he got $30 million as a 36-year-old. That's yeah. not a good... That's not because of him. That's Hall of that's Fame a, performance. That's that a is. bad deal. Yeah. Um, all right, so I thought we could go through some of the schedules and have a, have a think about who we think has like, the easiest, who we think has the hardest schedule coming back, what this means for the seedings. We spoke about it a couple of weeks ago, and I think we said pretty clearly like Lakers and Bucks have locked in the top seed. Yeah. But everything else is kind of up for contention. There was a couple of teams for me that I thought had a pretty hard schedule um, that could really. I mean, 
it could really depend on who comes back as well. So the Brooklyn Nets is definitely one of them. They play the Clippers, the Celtics... They play the Clippers twice, sorry. The Celtics and the Blazers. So that's four teams that are relatively good. They're probably going to be without Kyrie, realistically. Like, on that schedule there, because they play the Kings, Wizards, and Magic twice, yeah. they could go 4-4. Four and four. They could go 4-4, four and four, but then Magic are, like, half a game behind. So it's it's very close where the Magic could then essentially get the sixth seed. Or the seventh or the eighth, seed. The eighth seed. The eighth seed. Yeah, it's seed, yeah. yeah. No, no, I mean, like the Magic could then get the seventh seed off the Nets. Yes, correct, um, correct. So I think they've got a pretty hard schedule. Um, the Rockets have probably the hardest schedule. They've got Lakers, Blazers, Bucks, Mavs, who knows how they're going to come back, 76ers and Raptors. And Pacers as well. The Pacers, like... depends on Oladipo, how he comes back. Like He yeah. gets the biggest benefit from having this break because he oh, played yeah. like 10 yeah. games, was trash, except yeah. for like one game winner. Yeah. And then he was like one of 50. Yeah. Um, so I think they've got a pretty hard schedule, especially because... The last thing you want is PJ Tucker tied out. Like that's a hard, mm. like that's a lot of centers. Is Nurkic coming back? Nurkic and Collins are back. So Nurkic and Collins is back. So you've got the bigs in the Blazers, the bigs in the Lakers, the bigs in the Bucks, the bigs in the 76ers, and then like Serge Ibaka just like punching PJ Tucker in the face. Like PJ Tucker's gonna be exhausted by the time we get to finals. Yeah. So while you say Rockers might be a sleeper, to me I feel like maybe this schedule does not do them any favours whatsoever. I mean, again, like if we talk about gelling though, especially mm-hmm. with Covington, this is the period where they could really form that small ball chemistry yeah. that is going to... This uh, period of games or the period before? The period games? before, like even this period, like mm-hmm. being able to gel a little bit better without roster. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think without playing, like I take your point, but I think like without them being out there playing consistently and having not done that for a while now, Whatever gel they were forming is gone. Yeah, and I think it's the case for a lot of teams, not just for the for the Rockets. Right? In saying that, though, their first game with the small ball lineup, they did beat the Lakers. The Lakers I mean, we were then. there at that game, and I think like their their team works more when people don't know what's going on. So I think I think honestly for the Rockets, the fact that people are like, oh, I forgot that they play small ball and shoot like fifty threes a game is yeah. probably to their benefit. So you think they should just go out and sign a few random free agents? Just yeah, up? <laughs> yeah. I mean, more shooters. That's yeah. what they need. The Rockets need more three point I mean, shooters. More six <laughs> foot one or six foot two players in that team. Exactly. Um, the one team that I think the Rockets have a hard schedule, but the hardest schedule by far is the Toronto Raptors. Listen to this, and this is just obscene. I think they're currently the second seed. Um, they got the 76ers, the Celtics, the Nuggets, the Lakers, the Bucks, the Rockets, the Heat, and then the Magic. Who cares? Wow. So out of those eight games... Seven, seven, seven of the eight are uh, going to be tough. Seven is very hard. Like You're coming out each night. In fairness, though, the Raptors, and it's something we've spoken about earlier this season, they have not had a full healthy team pretty much the whole season. I think yeah. they've maybe played... Three hundred minutes with their full team, yeah. which when you have what forty-eight minutes a game, that's what 10, 20 games. And, that's and, and bad and, math. <laughs> that's bad math. Isn't it? It's like five, six games. I won't yeah. say anything. Yeah. I don't think anyone. I don't think anyone noticed. <laughs> I noticed as soon as it came out of my mouth. I was like, "This is way." It's, a, it's, it's about six games. Yeah. So I think <laughs> it is about six games. I think the Toronto Raptors are really going to struggle, but in saying that, they've surprised everyone the whole season, and Nick Nurse yeah. is potentially coach of the year. So yeah. It could really go either way. For you guys, are there any other teams that you think, maybe not even their schedule, but you think they're just going to struggle after this big break, besides the fact that Luka Doncic is fat? <laughs> Bad. Well, and Jokic is really skinny. I don't Holy know if you guys saw that. He is so skinny. Yeah. He's like yeah. the, the Grim Reaper now. Yeah. yeah. Like he's lost a lot of weight. I think that'll actually be bad for him because imagine against him against Embiid, for mm. example, if they make in the finals. I mean, it's a bit easier in the West in terms of big centers. Yeah. But like, I think 
that's a struggle. Maybe he'll but be I mean, the ball up though. Maybe he'll just be top of the key. <laughs> point yeah, point exactly. center, and they'll actually have Gary Harris down the post, yeah, backing exactly. up against exactly. Rudy Gobert. I got this, yeah. guys. Yeah. Paul Mills half in the post, and they got Jokic bringing the ball up. Yeah, perfect. What more do you? Exactly. What more do you want? <laughs> um, I know you talked about the Blazers. Mm. I think their schedule is also tough in the sense that you've got some pretty big Eastern Conference teams in the 76ers, Celtics. They play the Lakers, Rockets, well, and they play Blazers the Heat as well. They play the Heat, the Heat, which is like third seed maybe yeah exactly and then you've got Rockets who who knows and Mavericks who knows the only gimme games there are the Grizzlies and potentially Nets but even then like I just don't know how many games are actually gimme games because like for example yeah. for the for the Clippers right the Clippers have a pretty nice schedule like they've got the Nets the Pels Mavs Nuggets Suns Nets Pacers Thunder like that's a pretty that's chilled pretty schedule pretty but you know what I think they do is they say I don't care we're still going to rest our players yep. we'll play like at the did at the beginning of the season maybe 20 minutes Paul George 20 minutes um, Kawhi Leonard it's you know what I find funny in that why are the Clippers the Clippers only played the Lakers twice this year uh, was it three, three times, times? Three okay times. so that, that's why they didn't yeah. have them the third but I think like for them it's like you've had all this rest you're not being challenged maybe that's a detriment to you but also it means you can kind of cruise to the playoffs and then switch on so, I mean, I just don't know if, like, a chilled schedule here makes that much of a difference. Like, yeah. a lot for the second. Well, you, you know you're not going to be playing any of the, the really gimme teams, the, the eight that aren't there. Yeah, but so. don't you think, like, there's, there's two ways to look at that, right? Like, there's, like, we can take it really easy and just play until, like, wait until we get to the playoffs, or we have to use these games to get, like, back into game shape. And then in that case, you probably want to play against hard teams so that you're actually getting into game shape instead of being like, cool, we're going to play the Suns, who are going to lose by 50 points. Yeah, yes and no, though. I think, like... I, I, I get your point but I think like if they're just trying to get back into shape like it yeah. won't it sort of won't matter who they're playing so much I, and yeah. I think part of this is like obviously like we said before like we're basing the strength of schedule off of the something that happened yeah. Yeah. More, it's been 100 days or something right since the league was suspended so yeah. Yeah. I just think like a lot of these a lot of the teams that were like pretty good you can't say they're going to be good or bad like yeah, yeah, just there's right. really yeah I've, I've got to say out of all the schedules the team that benefits the most and we're going to talk about the Pelicans in a second for me, Memphis Grizzlies, their schedule prior to this whole shortening, they had one of the hardest schedules in the yeah. league yeah. in the last kind of 15, 16 games. I mean, the Blazers were going to play them twice and the Pels were going to, I mean, they still are going to play them twice. But Blazers, again, you're three and a half games behind. You beat them twice. You're only a game and a half behind. Yeah. And they had a hard schedule. I mean, you look at their teams there. They're not playing the Lakers. They're not playing the Clippers. Um, and even kind of top... Teams they're not even, like they are they're playing. Not playing the they're not playing the Raptors. They're not playing the Heat. Correct. They've got the Bucks, Celtics, and Blazers. I mean, Jazz maybe, but I think those are probably the only hard teams for them. I, they 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 they're one of the biggest winners. Can I can I just say though? I don't know if you guys remember at the beginning of the season, the Suns went on a run where they were like five yeah. and one. Yeah. And I think that's going to be really determinative here, where teams are just going to come out of the blocks and be like, "Cool, we're gunning for this." Like this, like who knows the Spurs? I mean. Aldridge is out, so maybe not. But yeah. like realistically, there could just be a team that comes out the gate. They go six and one, seven and zero, oh, and then suddenly they're a you know a, sec- seed. a second seed yeah. or an eighth seed, and you're like, well, okay, well, what do we do? Like that's just unfair. Yeah. Um, which teams do you think have the easiest schedule? Because in my books, it's it's we want Zion in the playoffs. That is the NBA's. 
idea. Yeah, we want we want Zion cheese in the playoffs. Yes. Seriously, their schedule, they have one hard team because I think the Jazz is cooked. Like after what happened with Gobert and and, I agree. And uh, Mitchell? But maybe they're immune now from the virus. Maybe, maybe but I still immune. think but I don't think, I think the chemistry is going to be a bit... Their biological chemistry? Yeah, apparently. Maybe. Apparently. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I think that's the kind of thing they can work out. I mean, I think the fact that they're now immune from... Corona. Well, we don't know that for certain. <laughs> they're playing. They're playing. You know, chess, and we're playing checkers. <laughs> but the New Orleans Pelicans' their schedule is Kings, Jazz, Clippers, Spurs, Grizzlies, Kings, Grizzlies, Magic. You've got one team that's an actual good team in the Clippers. The Jazz could go either way, and the rest are all teams vying for the eighth spot or the Correct. Magic. Like Correct. the got Grizzlies twice this, <laughs> and they were meant to have. Not the easiest schedule, but not yeah. the hardest schedule either. No, but that's I mean, easy. that is that the easiest. Is... Um, to be fair, I, I, other than the Pelicans, which again they want Zion there for ratings. Yeah. Okay, see, I've got a pretty good one as well. Um, other than maybe Jazz, I mean they got the Nuggets twice. I do Nuggets, get that. Heat, Clippers. I mean, I think they go four and four with that. I think the other team that has a really easy schedule is the Kings. They play the Pels, the Nets, Mavs, Rockets, Magic, Pels, Pacers, Spurs. So really you've got the Rockets and Mavericks who are actually seeded team. The Nets who are trash. Pacers who have been up and down. The Pels, it's just ridiculous. Like the, the eight seeds are essentially just playing each other. Yeah. Um, and this brings us on, on a nice little segue to who do we think actually is going to get the eight seed. Obviously in the East it's set. The only difference is, is I think Brooklyn drops to eight, especially if Kyrie doesn't come back and Magic goes up to to um, seventh because Nets have a harder schedule Wizards I don't even know why they're coming back like John Walls is like sign Boogie Cousins why 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 bother because he, I mean he's from, from no, he's, no he's not from DC I think it was the Kentucky connection ah uh, yes. yes that's with him and Wall that was the whole like let's nice. bring let's nice bring story. Him. So like story. It. the fans like it the, the fans love it the what a story like yeah but the, the, the Wizards aren't going to go eight and zero in their schedule and so they're not going to and the Brooklyn Nets and Magic aren't going to go two and six so the chance of the Wizards getting all the way to eighth is highly no high. it's a waste of time for Wizards I would not go back um, but in the West it's a completely different story as we discussed the Mavs in the seventh seed are a lock and look the picture I put obviously a bit blurry I understand stop squinting we can sort of see it um, so you've got Memphis 32 and 33 then you've got Portland Pels Kings Spurs Suns let's forget about the Suns I think we can also forget about the Spurs I mean the Spurs are only half a game out from Portland yeah. in the you're, you're, sorry the blurry picture is making it hard to see <laughs> <laughs> they're in fact more than half a game out yeah. um, no they're half a game out from the Kings Pels yeah, and Blazers yeah, yeah, okay. yeah but I don't four see, games back do you see them, them as a threat that's that's what I, I think the question is. Like who, even who the Kings, knows? Knows? even who the knows? Kings, but the Kings I don't see as a threat. I, the Kings could go eight zero, and I still think they get swept in the playoffs. But when you say a threat, so are we talking about a threat to make the, the to playoffs? make the playoffs? Yeah. I mean, can yeah. I be honest? Can I be honest? I from it's wide open. I, I don't know. I, I mean, are we I, forgetting how bad the Kings were this season? They were up and down. They were up and down. They were going. They were going. They were going a good run. You said it before. For the end of the season, any team in a short period of time like this could get really hot. Win, okay. go six and two, seven and one, eight and zero. Yeah, um, Will's just googling Sacramento Kings. <laughs> what what is you a Sacramento King? Um, I think <laughs> I'm just trying to find. Can I be honest out. with you? I think that the real question will be: Will the Blazers or the Pels get the eight seed? So I don't think I don't think they necessarily get the eight seed through games. I think the Pe- the Memphis probably holds on to it. Mm. But I think in those playing games, I think, and this is a question I have as well: What if you have three teams that are all four and a half back? What happens then? So, like, let's say hypothetically the Blazers, the Pels, <laughs> no and the idea. Kings are all within four games of the Grizzlies. What happens? 
Do they all play playing games against each other? Dude, there's, there, there's, to your point earlier, it's like... The West is the West is the, the most It's stacked, but also, like, working this stuff out is, like, a nightmare. I, yeah. I just think from a... Uh, to your point, like, from a... They're trying to... The league's trying to make it, quote-unquote, fair mm. for all these teams. There is no perfectly fair outcome. No. Someone is going to be pissed off I at think the end of this. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think realistically, for in my thought process, and please tell me if you guys disagree, I think the Pels and Blazers get within that eight seed, and if they all play each other, mm. Blazers come out on top. I think Blazers I, are the best team. I agree, especially with Collins and Nurkic back. I think yeah. the Blazers are the deepest and best team, but at the same time, I think the Pels are probably favourites in my in my just because of strength of schedule. I think they're probably favourites. But it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, if they're four games within the eighth seed, they still play that play-in. So who cares what their schedule as long is as like? They get if they go four and four, they're still within four games of Memphis. Memphis, yeah. So it doesn't really matter. And I think that's the thing as well. Memphis are so not, what do you mean Memphis by, so, don't so make playoffs. How does this play-in play work? So it would be if you're within four games... Yeah. You then play a game against like the team that's rock. the eighth seed. If you, if win, you win, if you, you win a game again. as the ninth seed, you play again, you have to win, you have to go 2-0 and against okay. them. Okay. And I think, I think the Blazers could do it. I think the Pels could do it against yeah. Memphis. I don't, I think, I think the, the, the Pels and Blazers probably go one apiece. I think they're very different styles of basketball. Absolutely. Completely different. But as a Lakers fan, I would want the Pels. I would want Memphis. I would not want Dame Lillard waving to me goodbye after well, a season seen, where they go 4-2. And, and we were at the Kobe game. Yeah. And we saw what Dame Well, that was okay, insane. the Kobe game's different. That Kobe was insane Dame, I think though. Lakers are a much better team than the Blazers. Yes, agree. Easily. But, but I that's think, without Nurkic I think, and that's without Collins. Okay, cool. Are we are we perhaps overrating Zach Collins just a little no, bit? No, no. I mean the guy that fouls out after like five I mean, minutes in the game. Nurkic is pretty good. Come on, man. Collins? Collins no, is not. Collins played you know, three no. games this year. <laughs> no, three. They You're match up really him. well because Collins is essentially the same as AD and then Nurkic is the same as LeBron. So right. realistically, but they match come, up perfectly. Who comes to White in that scenario? Yeah, right. and then you... <laughs> white side. <laughs> you got White side sure. coming off the Get bench. Out. That no, is sorry. good. No. Like, our team, the team is stacked. You're not going to see... People forget how well, are we good... saying sweep or are we saying So I don't know if anyone, if any, any of the, you know, the... Like loyal listeners know this, but Will is somewhat of a Blazers fan. <laughs> you might have picked up in his chat. A delusional Blazers fan. I am fan. telling you, a Western Conference Finals team with now Nurkic and Collins back, with Trevor Ariza playing small forward, I don't know. Let's see. Trevor Ariza. You yeah, think okay. they beat the Lakers? No, no, I don't. Okay, I, I don't. Just want to can I? Can I? I'm clarifying. <laughs> I don't think. Record. I don't think they will. But yeah. what I'm saying to you is, I think it's much closer, and I think you guys are underestimating. Zach Collins <laughs> and Nurkic. I still don't think. I mean, at this point, Blazers don't even make playoffs. Like, so no, no, I, no, I get. We're estimating I, Zach Collins. I, I get that, right but right let's right. not forget that last year, as Blazers fans would know, Nurkic was the second best player on that team. As much yeah. as we talk about McCollum, yeah. Nurkic was the second best. He's and been Collins, a year off. He broke his leg. Yeah. That is fine, Harry, but he's had more than enough time. So now. I know a guy actually. Do you know, there was a guy that like pulled his leg. I don't know his name. I think was Kevin Durant, right? And he was out uh, only for two weeks. He come back and he was dead after different injuries. Sorry, different, who, who completely different injuries. I think he's called Kevin, Muffin Man. Kevin Durant I lives on Prairie Lane. I'm not, I think. I'm not sure um, who that is. Anywho, so okay. We're let's, done with that. let's move on. It's a Blazers podcast now, folks. <laughs> Look, in the next, in two weeks, we'll have a bit more of a clearer picture and we can do a bit of the debate that we did a couple of weeks ago with our, with our special guests, Damon and Ben, Damon and ben. Um, about who makes playoffs. I think by this point, we've said the content so much over and over. There's only so much we can say. And I'm just going to get more and more angry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being but underestimated. We, we do have a little bit of new content because we're... Hey. 
the the NBA teams are allowed to have additional players. So they're allowed two additional players to join their squad. And there are quite a few names here that I want to discuss. And I wanted to speak about, and I don't know how we're going to do this, if we go through a couple of teams and who they need, or we just speak about players that we think would be beneficial. I think maybe this week we do beneficial and then we go for each team next week. Um, But here are some of the names of free agents. We've got Boogie Cousins, uh, Nikola Mirotic, Jamal Crawford, who, one of my favourite players. Oh, absolutely. Isaiah Thomas, J.R. Smith, Lance Makem, Dan Stevenson. (laughs) You've got Lua Deng. Oh, Underrated. Oh my. Alan, oh my. Alan How Crabb. Old is Alan Crabb. He's very Alan old. Um, Jeremy Lin, Iman Shumpert, Gerald Green, Jimmy Fadette, Pau Gasol, Machine God Titan, or Zaza Pachula. Take your pick. They're interchangeable. Pick. Ian Clark, who I think is very underrated. Jordan Bell, who I also think is very underrated. And of Bogut, course. Question, question mark. mark. That should be an exclamation mark. <laughs> <laughs> so out of all these players, who do we think is the best free agent? Because for me, I think it's pretty clear who could help a playoff team. I mean, are we counting Miritich? Because I don't think he's coming back to the league. He's not coming back, but I would say by far Miritich could be the best player. And is he allowed to be signed? Uh, That I don't know. Because I think with Miritich, I think there had to be something, a a rule there that you had to play in the NBA this year to be eligible to be a free agent. Oh, really? Well, that's, I mean, but then you don't have Jamal Crawford. Yeah, you don't have You don't have Boogie, who didn't play for this year. He but was he was signed, signed to a team. Signed. Sorry, okay. he had to be signed oh, to a team. Well, then you can't have Lance Lance Stevenson. You can't yeah. have Jeremy Lin. You can't have Jimmy Fredette. Oh, I just got a little more boring. Yeah, sorry. I'm yeah, just cancelling. No, no, I'm cancelling. You, sh- you shut your face, right? <laughs> we're, They're breaking, in. we're breaking news on the pod. Also, <laughs> they don't even know what the hell's happening. And these people could okay, come back. I think Jimmy Fredette, that's a sleeper. He hasn't been in the league for years. He's been playing for the Shanghai Sharks. Yeah, and he dropped what 15 of 80 when he played in like a preseason game yeah, yeah summer I mean, league for like 50 points he was, he was so awful. bad you're awful. forgetting that Obama once called him the best player in the nation <laughs> when he was in college yeah so, but so Obama means... also let Trump get in office so Whoa. back to a politics <laughs> <laughs> this is high level politics yeah. here okay so Whoa. who do we think is the best free agent I think Miritich has a very strong case, but if he's not allowed... I don't think he's allowed, but... Who, who do we think? Because it's definitely... Like, if Boogie's healthy, maybe. Is he? Yeah. But I actually think Jamal Crawford. Yes. I think... I love Jamal Crawford in every way. I mean, his last game when he drops 50 points, I just think he's a type of player, and I think he's like... He's, he's Lou Williams, but older. Mm. He can't defend at all, but he, he gets buckets. So for like, for like a Bucks team, he's just someone you put on the floor... Mm. Buckets, buckets, buckets. And that's, that's what they need if Carl Corbett's or DiVincenzo aren't lighting it up as they normally oh, do. No. Can, can, I, can I say, I yeah. think uh, Alan Crabb as uh, maybe another form of laser, but Alan yeah. Crabb, if you're just looking for a shooting guard, can shoot threes off the bench and you need quick points, mm. Crabb can shoot the three reasonably well. He's been playing in the, in, in, in the league. Yeah. Like, he's very reasonable and he's not old. So, yeah. like, if you look at some of the other names you got there, like Smith is quite old now. Um, and you know, has a personality thing. Joel Green. Personality thing. Mm-hmm. I want I I want Pau to be re-signed by the Lakers and Lakers to win the championship, and then he gets a championship on top of Kobe. <laughs> I, I think that's quite funny. I mean, never speak ill of the dead, but um, I don't know. Pau Gasol, he broke his foot and stuff. And no, he's, he's done. done. No he's not, he's not playing. Blazers tried and um, it didn't work. I think no. if you do look at this list of players, and this is a question I pose to you: Which one of them can play defense? Is there any single person Shop on this? Yeah. I'll Shumpert. say it again. Is there any single person on this list that can actually play defense? Shumpert can no longer play defense. No, Shumpert is he the can't only one. Do anything. Shumpert is the only one there that I would say plays a little bit. Of plays defense. a little bit of defense. Lowell Deng is a is is, is a very old. Very old. I put it on there because I thought it was funny. It's, I, it's, it's good. Bring back Paragasol, Lowell Deng, all to the Lakers. Machine. I mean, Lance Stevenson can play defense. He just couldn't do anything offensively. 
Even defense, he wasn't great. Like, when he was on the Lakers, he wasn't fantastic. The only team he ever can play for is the Pacers. That is yeah, it. that's true. Pacers should sign Lance. But so, the, so the question, I guess, is with, with these extra two Ross as well, it's being added. Like, it's not... I think, like, to your point, if none of them can play defense, and if only some of them... We're saying, like, Jamal Crawford's better than, than most, right? Like, it's just getting guys so that also the other teams don't get them. It's like yeah. Clippers' mentality yeah. of like, I'm going to go and pick up, um, I don't know if this list, maybe you said like Alan Crabb and Jamal Crawford. I don't really intend to play them at all. No. Mm. But at least this way, you're not. you know, we said like teams. it's going to be super even, right? So someone like a Jamal Crawford, who is still in really good shape, even though he hasn't played for a year, like mm. he could come in and be a difference maker. But if I have him, and if I just sit him on the bench, at least yeah. you don't get him. Yeah, I agree with that. I think also if you look at a team anyway, when you have 17 players, like you're only playing in the playoffs eight players. Yeah. So half the team's sitting on the bench anyway. You know, like Alex Caruso isn't getting huge minutes in the playoffs for the yeah. Lakers. Um, and I think that's the thing as well that we forget. It's great that they can expand, but these these players, for the most part, maybe they have one game. And I think that's that's the thing teams are looking for. Which is a player that for one game will give us 20 points that will put us over the edge. Same way like Landry Shamet had a 25-point game against the Heat. When you, were there. you just need you need like a bit of a, a fill-in. The, the players I could see yeah. do that would be a crawl. To be, to be honest, even Isaiah Thomas on his day, I mean, again, defense awful but I think yeah. the health thing with him though is more of a like yeah. what I mean with Crawford is like I don't think he has my memory serves you right he doesn't have the injury history obviously no. Isaiah Thomas mm. had that horrible hip injury and like yeah. if you're coming out in cold and you yeah. had like a like Boogie or that's just gonna I mean I would take J.R. Smith over a lot of those guys as well purely I for think, that reason I think Boogie is underrated though in the sense that he could be someone that you just fill minutes with because there aren't that many centers that can shoot threes. You know, he can space the floor a little bit. And also, he can just take a bunch of fouls against... If he goes in the east against, like, a Giannis or something, so that you don't actually have your good players. Like, you don't want Bam, get, like, for the Heat, for no. example, getting five fouls. You put Boogie in for five minutes, he gets three, four... Like, he's a Zach Collins. <laughs> Boogie, Boogie. <laughs> hey, now. Hey, we watch ourselves. Boogie, Boogie is the best player on that list. Um, yeah. But maybe not be, the most useful. Potentially not. Unless a team is saying we don't really have a center. Like, if we talk about Boston Celtics, mm. getting Boogie Cousins, that could be really they good. They wanted Boogie Cousins for ages. Though, yeah, and that could, be, that could be really good. Because then you've got Cantor, Theus, and him. That's not bad. Like, you can Still rotate... no defense, but... We're not defending, but what I'm saying is... Who's going to score 150 points again? Correct. Yeah. The five, you just dump the ball in there and hope for the offensive rebounds. Do you reckon Houston commit to the small ball and, like, don't... Like, Absolutely. They go they're not going to pick up one of these guys, I wouldn't have thought... Well, I think Houston probably would pick up like a J.R. Smith or a Jamal Crawford really? in the sense that like they fit That'd perfectly into that system. Like they're just going to jack shots. I don't give a shit. I love it. it like it doesn't make any sense. Um, I think Jordan Bell's super underrated. Uh, I mean, he got just flipped a million times this season and no one wanted him at all. Yes. Ian Clark as well. He was like, a, he was a piece on the Warriors run for a couple of years. I'd be honest. Anyone on that team was a pace like everyone looked made to look good on that team well, like Zaza yeah, Pachulia yeah. looked good no, on that team did he look good you shut your face he, he never looked good he stepped on Kawhi which is the only reason why they made it to the finals in 2017 he did his job he's famous he's famous, he's famous, he's famous for that Bogut I think no one looks at what about Ryan Brockoff the, uh, oh the he plays for Dallas he's still, no he got waived he got waived I'm pretty sure he got waived mm. oh, that's sad and supposedly um, Bogdanovich is injured so like Ingles is going to be in the starting oh yeah lineup. Bogdanovich is done for the year yeah, done for the year. Done. which is I think is a huge blow to the Jazz. I mean, the oh, Jazz yeah. weren't going to make waves anyway, and I think they actually played better when Ingles was in the starting lineup. But he he replaced Mike Connolly, and that worked better. Yeah. I think with him yeah. out now, and that trade really didn't work out. The Connolly one, yeah, yeah. I really, I 
Them and I the had Kings, I thought that. this year were going to be great teams. Both teams very underperformed. Yes. But again, when they come back, like I, it's going to be Who really, knows? really, no, I think, really weird. I think I, Bogdanovich is a big enough piece that like you're missing him. Same way, same way. If the Nets don't have Kyrie, I think it makes an impact. Cool. Oh, because it makes an impact. But I'd I mean, like, rather Royce O'Neal over Bogdanovich. Any I like day. Royce O'Neal. I, I, like I don't him. mind. I don't mind Royce O'Neal. He's, he's, he plays like he plays hard. He does. Yeah. He can yeah. He's got the '90s mentality. He's got the. He's the kind of person a coach loves. Just yeah. going out there and giving it at all. Please do. Yeah. Do you think... I don't know if they're allowed to do this. I, are teams like the bottom feeder teams, are they allowed to wave players at this point? Are you saying so like kind of that thing that you do when you're in like a fantasy league? Yeah. I trade my best players to my Yeah, friend? like yeah. can like, Derek I'm, Rose play for the Heat now? No. Or the I Celtics, mean, it'd be no. nice, but I don't think so. I mean, and also, I guess, Pistons, would, why would they do that? No, but I'm just saying hypothetically, in a hypothetical world... They already gave the Clippers Reggie Jackson. They don't need to give them any more. True. <laughs> Reggie Jackson. But to mean, be fair... I think we forget how good the Clippers are. Holy I, crap, they're a stacked yeah. team. Their team is stacked. They just never had the chemistry, and I think no. that's the issue. Yes. Whereas, I don't know about the Lakers, but... but with Reggie, Reggie coming off your band... It's, I know it's. it's, it's I, I don't know what's gonna happen. I'm. I'm just. I just want basketball back. I don't care. Just give it into my veins. <laughs> okay. Yes. I mean, we've talked about this. Yeah. In more important news, Zach Collins. <laughs> Zach Collins. The Illawarra Hawks this week. Yes. Not Illawarra. Not Illawarra no, anymore. Just the Hawks. Just the Hawks. And Brian Colangelo. As a part owner. Yeah, he leaked a tweet saying, this Brian guy, what a, what a phenomenal move, obeying the, the Hawks. What a guy, I love him. So how many uh, fake Twitter accounts do we do we see oh, in the NBL? Does he? In the NBL? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, has he how done his research? Does he know what Illawarra is? I don't like, think anyone knows what Illawarra is. It's a region. No, I don't know yeah, what Illawarra region. is. It's, a region. it's like Wollongong, but I just yeah. don't understand why he bought it. Like, can someone explain this to me? Because it's cheap. Yeah, I mean, I think... Yeah, like, but, like, so is Cole's toilet paper. It doesn't mean you're going to buy it over bloody, you know... I mean, it's cool to own a basketball paper. team. It's fun. It's a fun little thing. What's I mean, you know? if you've got money, like, I mean, they, they suffered losses at about $2 million this year. Yeah. They bought it's the team for a dollar because, obviously, the team's worth nothing. It's an administration. Mm-hmm. But you're effectively saying, if you can't turn it around, you're probably going to have to pour in about $2 million each year to keep Which this team afloat. Which is nothing. Which is nothing if you're a guy who's just gone and earned... $5 million as like GM every year for the yeah. last 10 years. Yeah. No, that's what true. is $2 million Aussie, not even US, going to yeah. do? Aussie. Not much. Yeah, he's playing on the exchange rates. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, but like, I don't understand... It's cheap, cheap currency. I don't understand moving the name Illawarra. Like, is he going to move the team? I would love... That would be great in the NBL if we just see like an American-style owners franchise moving the team to like... <laughs> to Canberra. Yeah, exactly. Maybe he moves it to Seattle. It's going to be the Seattle yeah, Hawks exactly. playing in the NBL. Yeah, why they, not? They fly the players over each game. It's a short, like, 18-hour flight. No, what I do want is I really want them to move it to Singapore so we can get Singapore slingers can come <laughs> back in another form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But What about the Taipan Tigers? <laughs> oh, God. oh, God. But, yeah, like, I mean, didn't... What's his name? Um, oh, my God. His name's just left my head. The ball brother about? who played here. Did yeah. he buy a stake in the team? Lamelo. He no. tried to and then it fell through. It didn't Oh, uh, so out. he got his money back? Yeah, I think he got a re- he got like a voucher, I think, for Woolies for right, like the, yeah. the tune of like ten bucks. Or they something gave like him that. like all the spare leftover jerseys. Jerseys, yeah, yeah have all of them. <laughs> yeah. They gave him that docket that when you go to the petrol station, you get four cents off. So he was pretty chuffed about that. Yeah, actually, was seen walking out of the office with like a huge thing of mugs. And <laughs> Take everything. Yeah, exactly. Um, do we think this is the trend that more like NBA executives are now going to start buying into the NBA? I wouldn't be surprised. I, 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 really? like, I you look about the Kings. Wouldn't be surprised. The Kings. I mean, the Kings <laughs> got genuinely I'd be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hold on, hold on. If I talk about the trend, yeah. Kings got bought by an American kind 
owners. Yeah. They're owned by an American company. You've now got the NBA connection with the Illawarra Hawks. You've got an American owners in for the New Zealand Breakers. Mm. You've got lots of like Americans now owning. What's Sean Marion have a stake in? Yes, in the, the Breakers. In the Breakers. Correct. He does. I love Sean Marion. Twenty twelve champion. Yeah, but like <laughs> it's not. So is the question like significant US and like NBA influence, or is it just? NBA like it's more seen now as a pathway for people to go like so you look at RJ Hampton and I I agree this year but like with the changes for the G League over there and then with the inevitable we're getting a bit off track 50% 50 pay cut here in the NBL yeah but the inevitable move for college players to be paid which is going to happen in the next five years do you really do you really think that the NBL will remain a pathway because in my feeling they make changes to the G League change whatever will happen in college why would any young player from the US come to Australia at that point there's uh, a small window for it, is uh, what I'm saying. Yeah, and I think they take advantage of it. I mean, in my time watching NBL, um, I've never seen the amount of coverage and link between the NBL and NBA mm. than I do now. Like, you think about the NBL teams playing NBA teams in preseason. Absolutely. Like, that's never happened before. But also um, just the, the media owners. of the NBL anyway. Like, this year was the first year that if you were a domestic outlet, it was very hard to get media accreditation. Mm. Every other year, they give it to you. Like They're like, I once wrote for a media outlet. Here, take it. Mm. This year was the first year they're actually like, no, we're setting the standard higher I think they are getting more coverage I think also people are more intrigued by them yes no I agree sorry we, we did turn into NBL chat but I thought that was important because it's I, a basketball podcast it's a basketball it is a podcast podcast. and we need to support the local product next yeah. week we're talking about the CBL exactly yeah we're talking about Yao Ming and Chinese <laughs> I would really like to get Brian into the Gorgian. Serbian league I think there's some, you know, good draft prospects. Probably. Oh, I was going to talk right. about the Lithuanian league instead. Yeah, right. they've probably got a couple of good yeah. ones. Um, anything else we've got to cover? We've covered everything about 20 million times. I have one question, yep. though, and this is an important question. Do you think Disney provides the mascots? <laughs> like, they've already yes. got all the costumes. It's a great question. I was watching a video yesterday of the Nuggets mascot getting dropped from the roof and the guy passed out in the suit on the way down. Um, so I think it's a timely, it's a timely conversation. Um, I think it's important. I think the, well, the other interesting thing about the Disney aspect was I was reading that better teams seem to be getting better hotels. Oh, Because really? it's a resort, right? So yeah. there's kind of your more budget, you know, family places. And <laughs> that's, the Portland, so, that's the Portland right, Trailblazers and right. Suns. So how that's going to work in terms of like, there's a bit of a, like a hierarchy. Yeah. Um, is LeBron staying in a hotel room? Is Absolutely. He, was he is staying he, in his $52 million right. mansion? Is he just driving up with like a, an enormous truck with like a house on the back kind of thing? Like, yeah. what's going to happen with that? Yeah. Just These are big questions. One quick thing about that. I was reading like it was some Woge thing where they were talking about the rules of the NBA and like if they're going to the bubble what what it, what it looks like one of the rules was you can't play doubles table tennis like ping pong you can only play singles that's very important we don't want people too close like how is that the rule you're literally marking someone when you go in like you're breathing on their face yeah. Lance whispers in people's ears yeah I mean I, I guess I always kiss the ball for good luck when I play <laughs> yeah you gotta rub the lucky egg yeah, it's exactly. like no one's exactly. seen cool runnings yeah, exactly. exactly so that's that's probably a big danger I mean I think um, outside of that though the whole Disney experience is going to be very weird I know they're not drug testing them either for mm. um, recreational drugs while they're there yeah wow. everyone's going to get on feature. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like a, I, I don't mean like a why not but then why test them at all ever yeah you know I mean? like, it's yeah. a bit silly we all know Dion Waiters is cooked now <laughs> the Lakers are definitely kicking him off the roster <laughs> <laughs> forgot that he signed uh, well. lest, lest we forget you know also Joachim Noah plays for the Clippers Clippers yeah yeah yeah, yeah so that'll that's, be interesting yeah. Kansas yeah. Lakers that's again 2012, that's guess? again uh, let's hoover up whoever is left yeah. so no one else can get them <laughs> anyone who can dribble three times without like losing control of the ball <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if you remember Joachim Noah dribbling but it's quite a scene that's what I mean that's why I said three times yeah, yeah it's fun. not fun not fun um, 
guys, thanks so much, Luke. Thanks again for joining us on uh, another riveting podcast. Uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks, very soon to the start of the NBA. And I guess training camp would have started by that point. So it'll be very exciting. We can see the teams. We can hope and dream. All right. Thanks, everyone. Nice, guys. Did you call Bang?